Welcome to our podcast, Capitalism in Crisis. I'm Tasha. I'm Ilya. And today we're going to talk about politics, as usual, actually. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, one of the triggers for our talk was the recent election in Salzburg. I mean, it was uh, already two weeks ago, I think, when the KPO, Communist Party, win 22% from the votes, which was quite a surprise for many, I think. And uh, the main question I have to Dasha, what do you think, why it happened? Because a lot of people who voted also from uh, below 30 years old, as I realized. I mean, I think it happened because the communists in Austria have uh, a new idea that that they're trying to give to the people and not the typical... Like, SPÖ is the socialist party in Austria, and they have the same... I don't know, the same type of slogans and the same goals for the past, I think, at least 15 years. Yeah. And the people who voted for Kappe were, a lot of them earlier voted for the SPÖ. And I think, in, I mean, one of the main reasons was just because the people realized that the SPÖ is not doing anything in the past a few years with uh, Pamela Rendi-Wagner on yeah. as the... And they hope that the KPO will do it. Yeah, and they hope that... And the KPO came and said something different, something that a lot of people liked and something that gave them hope. And they're like, yeah, we're going to try. I mean, said something. And I mean, we we can't see if it's just, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just a populistic party that is just trying to gain an audience. And in the end, it's going to be just as SPU not going to do anything. But we can't, I don't know, we can't understand it. That so actually would be chance. very interesting to see because, I mean, when you said that KPO or communist is, has something new, I was, I think it's a very big irony, yeah? Because the I mean, not new, but something, <laughs> something new like, for Austria. Let's say it like this. Okay, yeah, whatever. I think it's it's it sounds quite funny, yeah. But I, I agree it would be very interesting to see in a few years and do you think actually that the people who are voting for them, the young people right now, mm-hmm. they how to say they will really follow up and make their conclusions in a, I don't know five whatever. I mean, still KPO has just a few mandates in the parliament. Yeah, they didn't get a lot right now. There is one KPO mayor in in Austria in Graz, lady. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name. Yeah. And I think uh, this guy, the Kai Michael Dunkel, wanted to also submit his candidature for Salzburg. I mean, the irony with Salzburg is Salzburg is always associated with a Porsche area. It's quite a rich mm-hmm. area. Also, Salzburg is the second uh, richest uh, region in Austria after Vienna. It's like yeah. Vienna, then it's and, Salzburg, and, and then the rest. Quite, quite interesting that in yeah. that region they have Communist Party. But yeah. So... I mean, in general, can you tell, like, from from your perspective, mm-hmm. what do you like in in the politicians and what you don't? Why why you vote for one and not for another? And we can use and as an example these three candidates for HPO mm-hmm. head, yeah, Barber, uh, Dostatzil, and Wagner, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't like Doskotil because, in my opinion, a person... It's personal. Sounds like a person. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's, I mean, in my opinion, a person who is trying to get stricter borders control 
in two, he was the um, prime minister of defense in 2016, mm-hmm. and he campaigned for stricter border control. And I don't think, and now he, like in the past a few years, he was really open towards the the immigrants from Ukraine, but he's still very much against the immigrants from other countries. And I don't think that this is a really good, I don't know, mm-hmm. really good thing to do because yeah i just don't think he's he 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 he's a socialist because in in my opinion if you're left you can't be against uh, you, you can't be for a stricter border control so that less people from other countries come to austria but is it is it so polarized i mean like you're saying if you're left you cannot be like do you think that any influx of immigrants is good for the country isn't it a additional financial Financial. burden yeah yeah as well no it definitely is but uh border control was a huge i don't know point on the um of the votings in 2016 of the right parties of the ufop and fbu and the green party and the and the spu the socialist party were all for um like trying to invest more money into the infrastructure yeah into the infrastructure so that you can actually put the people some like put the people somewhere because mm-hmm. it doesn't bring you anything when you let the people inside of austria but you don't give them hey austria is um, relatively small country and yeah. yeah and i think on on the relative scale it has a lot of uh refugees and immigrants uh, i mean not immigrants mm. refugees yeah we're talking yeah. about those obviously yeah but okay yeah okay Dostatsil you don't like because he was using the right let's say uh, left right arguments in his yeah. previous career yeah yeah and he is also he he just has some things that he supported in 2016 that were that sounded pretty right to me when I looked it up like when I researched it now mm-hmm. and he was had a pretty and he was also for the for uh, the socialistic party working together with the FPÖ, for example, mm-hmm. he thinks that's not such a bad idea because then we're going to have the majority because then they're going to have the majority in the parliament. Yeah, and it's it's a good thing. And the other two candidates don't think it's a good idea because the FPÖ and the SPÖ are completely different from their ideas and from the points they want to. Yeah, I see your point because I mean you like let's say you're left oriented person yeah? yeah and you don't like when the leader of the left party wanted to do something with the rights no i just don't think it's smart it's smart i don't think it's smart uh, but yeah this is what i wanted to ask but on the other hand and understand me correctly i'm just trying to raise a question yeah that we think together mm-hmm. so if pure in the last parliament elections i don't remember exactly but i think they got about one third of the votes mm-hmm. before all this i mean especially before all this ibiza scandal and mm-hmm. all these things yeah which for me like an observer means that the questions they rise yeah yeah the the tone and the attitude they talk about it i also don't like yeah but uh, the question they're talking about the immigrants what i wanted to ask yeah that mm-hmm. this these questions that they're talking about if one third of population vote for them. Doesn't it mean that there is a request to solve these problems? So these problems exist and they need to be solved somehow. Yes. That's an indicator. 
and yes you are maybe a left person i mean not you but whatever a politician i'm talking about now any politician yeah mm -hmm. but you understand that there are problems mm -hmm. which indicated by these voters and you need to solve it somehow and mm -hmm. to solve it you need to talk to the people who are thinking differently than you about it yeah so what about it how to do this then Sure. I mean, the SPO, for example, when they had, when the... And I'm um, not saying that SPO should uh, have coalition with FPO necessarily, yeah? But no, I, I, I wanted to ask how how you should solve the problems when there are three people in the room who are thinking differently about one thing, school or immigrants. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about politics and we're just going to say, I don't know, we have one person of the... It's unre unrealistic situation, but we're going to imagine it. It's going to yeah. be an experiment. Um, we have a, politi a politician from the SPÖ, we have a politician from the FPÖ, and we have a politician from, let's say, NEOS. Yeah. Three completely different parties with three completely different interests. And those are the people who are going to choose the, I don't know, the new rules. And they're going to decide about how they're going to deal with the problems for the next, I don't know, five years. Only yeah. three people. These yeah. three people. I mean, in my opinion, um, you obviously should have different people in the parliament who would talk to each other and make mm -hmm. the decide about the laws, mm -hmm. because yeah. it's important to have different um, opinions in yeah. the parliament. Mm -hmm. But the government is something different. It's not the those are not the people who are choosing the laws. They're giving the country a direction kind of mm -hmm. in which the it's country here. goes yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so if you're you only have the SPÖ in the government we're going to imagine the situation or i don't know only yeah only the SPÖ they're going to say yeah we want to do this 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 and this and mm -hmm. then the parliament is going to decide on this laws if, if they either want them or either or, or like don't want them yeah if the government's is a coalition between two parties. And if the two parties have the completely opposite opinions, it's going to be harder for them to decide in which direction they will go. And they're going to just fight constantly, in yeah. my opinion. But, I mean, isn't it that how it is, more or less, in the past? I mean, like, there, there are different parties in the parliament. Yeah, the government is always a coalition. Yeah, of course, it's, sometimes it's coalition between... Uh, FPO and uh, OFP, mm -hmm. yeah, which was last. There are also a Green Party there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is more or less how it is yeah. right now. No, yeah. coalitions are important. And in the current system that we're living in, coalitions are important because we, we, we have different people with different opinions. And all of the people should have a person who is representing them in the parliament. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. And then if we come back to the politicians that you like or don't like, then what about Wagner and Barber? I'm not a fan of Wagner as well because she was the SPÖ chef for the past, I think, five years, maybe three. I could be wrong, but mm -hmm. I, before Corona, she was definitely. Yeah. I, I think since 2018. She is the chef because five years would make sense, and every five years they're voting for a new chef. Would make sense in my opinion, but I don't know. Uh, because she, I don't know. I'm not saying that if you're a left person, you have to do this, 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 and this, and this, and that, and you can't go on vacations more than two times in a year. But in my opinion, if you're in the socialistic party and your kids are not even going to an open school, but are going to one of the 
most expensive schools in Vienna. I, that's that's I have, a wrong role model, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. And also, I mean, I know we had we had Corona for the past three years or like two and a half, mm-hmm. and it was hard to do anything. But Randy Wagner didn't look like she was trying to do At what anything. she was uh, supposed to do from your perspective. I mean, she had when she when she got voted in 2018, I think, or like before mm-hmm. Corona, she had many promises like she was she wanted to um, put more money into the mental health system, more into education. She wanted to help. She also had kind of a little bit of, uh, I think, one of her points was mental health in schools and talk about it more and that it's all important. W- w- those are the topics that I remember because mm-hmm. they were relevant for me. And she did absolutely nothing in the past three, four years. But maybe because all the money went for the corona support on crisis solving. And then the, uh, this uh, Russian-Ukrainian uh, war on top. Yeah, but she could at least try to do something i did not get the feeling in the past three years that she was even trying if she would i don't know if she would because i also watched a few of her interviews and if she would i don't know talk in the interviews about that we need to talk about this 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 and this and we need to do this 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 and this but we can't because we're in a crisis currently yeah okay i would kind of understand it i would still be disappointed because uh, like if i would vote her i would expect her to do something or like the things she promised and if she Mm -hmm. can't do it yeah i would be disappointed Yep. But she didn't even do that. She didn't even talk about the things. She was just like, yeah, uh, uh, crisis. Oops. Okay. And the first candidate, Babler, mm-hmm. I think I like him. I mean, till now, I like him. Because... <laughs> you are you're quite cautious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so So you also don't expect that in five years you will be satisfied with him. No, I am. I am expecting that I will. Be, I mean, if I, he will be elected, or whatever. If yeah. he will be elected, I expect to be satisfied by him. But I okay. never know how the tables, like the tables, can turn. I don't know. We need we need to stay at least five years online with our podcast now to, <laughs> yeah. to check it or whatever. Three years, I don't know how. I mean, often in they five years, maybe I'm gonna say, yeah, das could still FPÖ, but I highly doubt that. I mean, yeah. everything mm-hmm. can happen, but. I guess we'll never know. No, uh, Babler, I like about Babler the points that he has because the other two candidates, I mean, Renny Wagner is just uh, going a lot into the topic of SPÖ Frauen, of the like woman yeah. and the SPÖ. And one of her main arguments that I, I don't know, got from, uh, that I have catched from the interviews that she was having, I don't know, two weeks ago was that she's the only con- candidate that, that that is a woman and that's why you should vote her as a woman and i think that's a weird argument because if your only point if like the only reason why i should vote you is because you're a woman and i'm a woman i mean yeah she's a woman and yes she's the only candidate but that doesn't that also also actually uh, highlight that there is still this uh, i mean still there is this problem and it's still not solved yeah, no, it's, because it's uh, highly unbalanced. Yeah, still, in, in terms of women and men, even in the politics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and our favorite topic internally, you know, about Dasha, but non-Austrians by birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Austrians who has the passports, but they were not born in Austria, who are in the 
government, parliament, whatever. Yeah, Are, at least for me, it they don't exist. Yeah, I, I don't see. I that. mean, I even I I even spoke to one minister. Yeah, who you told is us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who she's Croatian, I think, or Bo- yeah. she she's from ex Yugoslavian country. I think. Yeah. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure from which exactly. I just said Croatia now and I'm not sure anymore. Yep. That's why. <laughs> and she is the minister of... Justiz. Justiz. Yep. Yeah. In Austria. Yeah. yeah. But she said when she became the minister of Justiz, there were, she had a lot of problems with her nationality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Back so, to yeah. Back to Babler. Yeah. Yeah. Babler. I mean, Babler has some points that neither Wagner or Doskotil are talking about. As for example, he wants to actually, he wants to make the process of getting the citizenship much easier. Because in Austria currently, even when we talk to the prime minister of um, Justiz, mm-hmm. and she was asked many times if it was easy for her to get the Austrian citizenship, and she f- said that it was not easy and that she also thinks that it should be changed. Because a lot of students who are coming here from mm-hmm. non-EU countries are struggling mm-hmm. with becoming the citizenship, not because of the German level, but mm-hmm. because of the um, when you're getting the citizenship. I mean, I got it through you. That's why I, I don't know how it works. But apparently, yeah. when you're a student, you have to prove the government that you're earning enough money to live yeah. in Austria. And for students, this like mark is way too high. Like students are normally not owning two thousand two thousand euros in a month. That's mm-hmm. very untypical for a student, I would say. Yeah, and that's why a lot of students are struggling. And so Bubbler wanted to simply put this down. Yeah, I mean, he wants to do not not but only put to, this down, yeah. but uh, he 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 wants to do a few things to. He doesn't want to give the citizenship citizenship to everyone, but he wants to make it much easier for if, if for example, I don't know, if you're not born in Austria, but you're studying here and you're planning to study here and you're planning to work here or continuing to work in Austria, and you can prove that to the government that you should get the citizenship easier. I mean, obviously, I mean, if you're an expert, it would be stupid to give you citizenship because you're I mean, probably honestly, I can tell you, I... Yeah. I don't have uh, variation in experience. Yeah, we only tried it here in Austria. Yeah, and I don't know uh, how is it really that hard to apply for citizenship in Austria than mm-hmm. in any other country. I personally don't find it super hard. Yeah, I mean there are some requirements, but at the end, the citizenship it's not only. I mean, you get responsibilities and some privileges at the mm-hmm. end if you get it. Yeah, so it should cost something. In, no, in no, 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 totally. Of not only that you should earn something, but it should cost your time in terms of investing in your, like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, time and the country as such, actually, mm-hmm. it is maybe a very cynical uh, saying, but country mm-hmm. should not be nice. Yeah. And, and never nice. Yeah, I mean, a country, yeah, I mean, as, country such, is a... as a body, it has no human feelings. Yeah. yeah it, it is no. just a. It's just power body yeah which not power but uh, and it should take care of its own citizens so for me just lowering down the the entry income level Mm -hmm. is strange yeah because no not only not only but the thing is with like the austrian citizenship there's also the problem that it just in general costs a lot just to you're paying a lot to just get it 
Not not the in- yeah. we're not talking about the income. We're co- we're talking about how, that it costs a lot. Um, this is the first point. The second point I'll is the try income. Is the- to find the comparison of uh, citizenship later, and yeah. we post in our Instagram. Okay. Is it really Austria is the hardest? I'm, I'm Austria curious, is really. not the hardest, but one of the hardest in the European Union. Even yeah, yeah, Germany I'm... is costing like much less. I think in Germany it's only eight hundred euros you're paying for the citizenship, and like the income level is much. For, I mean, it, yeah, it's but different. What I'm for... saying, it's not only about money. Yeah, no, how, it's what, not. But it's a... it's about the paperwork, uh, the requirements overall, and etc. and etc. It's not only about that, and how long you need to wait, and how is your yeah. chance that you get it, and all these things should be counted here yeah, to to compare it. I think, but let's, yeah, we'll yeah. do it in separately. Yeah. Yeah. No, but back to Bubbler. He was. Yeah. T- I, I watched a few interviews with him, and in one, he was saying that it, he thinks it's crazy that. Forty percent of the craftsmen in Austria are immigrants, and they mm-hmm. can't vote in Austria. Forty percent of the craftsmen, not of the population, of the mm-hmm. craftsmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the hand labor. Obviously, yeah, I don't, hand yeah. labor. Yeah, I and mean, I, in, as I remember, seventeen percent in Austria who are living, mm-hmm. they have no right to vote here. Yeah, yeah, which is quite a lot, I think. Also, yeah, but again. And I think from this 40, a lot coming on a commuting, basically, on maybe a weekly basis or whatever mm. from, I don't know, Slovakia. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Czechia, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is what I think he is one of the good points because, yeah. I mean, I we also talked a lot about it last year in school, mm-hmm. that it's hard to get uh, citizenship. And that I don't know. Remember how much percent of Vienna, of people who live in Vienna are not Austrian, like not don't have the citizenship. But the number is like higher than seventy percent. I can mm-hmm. look it up and also post it post it on Instagram later. Yeah. Um. He was also talking about the fact that um our we're currently living in Austria, yeah. in a country that is very rich in general. Yeah, we we are in mm-hmm. a crisis, but in general, yeah. Austria is. Not a poor country, definitely yeah. not. Mm-hmm. And that Austria is a country who, in the past a few years, is overproducing uh, resources, correct? Mm-hmm. And this is also one of the things that he wants to do. He wants to to shorten the working week. I think that's how it's called, mm-hmm. yeah. like less hours. Oh yes, of course, everybody will vote for him. Then it's clear now. I see. <laughs> no, but because he 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 just four, four working days he wants to put or what instead I think of five twenty five hours a week twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Wait, 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 it's... wait. I can explain why it's yeah. it's possible because I mean obviously who's going to pay for a pension? <laughs> wait, because obviously it sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh my god, twenty five hours, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna work. But he has the opinion that uh, we are living in a society where people are uh, where people are forced to work, like not overwork, but in some branches even overwork or like work more than they would need to just because the chefs on of the country want to make as much profit as possible this is his quote that's what he said in the interview and but Oscar, he refers to some specific um, professions or what 
No, I mean, he is talking about the... No, he, he didn't refer to a specific... Because we know, for example, from with you, yeah, very good that the, how to say, low-income workers, mm-hmm. let's put it that way, the people who are working, for example, in, I don't know... Gastro? Uh, no, no, yeah, gastro, for instance, they work long days, not because their chef wants to do something, but there are multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Their chef wants them, yeah, but it's not the chef of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's the chef of restaurant or whatever. And the reason is simply because they pay them less, yeah. Uh, Or they they basically want kind of, to say, cheap labor and they can get it. That's, for me, that's the main problem. Within the system we have now, they can organize it the way that the people are forced to work 12 hours and we have this law now that allows actually people to work 12 hours with mm-hmm. a half hour break yeah mm-hmm. and this is legal yeah so uh, yeah before you continue I, I i just looked at my notes he wanted yeah. a 30 hour week not a 25 okay. 30 hour week but still less than we're working right now yeah yeah um he is in general thinking that austria is a capitalistic country yeah like me <laughs> <laughs> he thinks no, that Austria... I think we are socialistic. I mean, but yeah, whatever. Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be a topic for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, he thinks that Austria is a capitalistic country, and that mm. the I didn't mean the chef, the chef of the country. I meant the chefs of the big corporations. Business. Yeah, business, business, business. Yeah, because groups. you said country, and I thought that. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I mm. I meant the chefs of of businesses and of companies want to make as much money as possible, which is which makes sense in a capitalistic country. But he thinks that you can, I don't know, you can reduce the working time of the workers and the people who would own the owners of the companies would earn less, but they wouldn't earn, like they wouldn't stop earning nothing. They would still get money and enough for them to survive. Of course, they would get less. Does he support this, uh, how it is called, the uh, basis income? You know, there was an experiment when everybody gets uh, mm-hmm. some minimum amount of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know, have you heard of it or not? It was done in Finland, I think. Oh, so, in, in yeah. When, when everyone, th- no matter if you're like working or if you're not yeah, working, exactly. you're getting one, I don't know. Is, is he in favor years. of this? This is what he's talking I'm about. I'm not sure, but I'm, I suppose he is. Mm-hmm. But I, I would have to look it up. But I think he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, his main idea and the main thing that he was, I don't know, trying to, uh, how he was, like, his main argument why people should vote him was because he thinks that everyone in our country deserves to have, uh, has equal rights for, uh, I don't know, for living, like, for the mm-hmm. basic needs. And he thinks, sadly, in our country right now, you have some people who are millionaires and people who are very, very poor and have to work free jobs. And he mm-hmm. thinks that, I don't know, that everyone should get a basic income or like not basic income, but everyone should be able to pay their life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pay the I living. See. Yeah, the, the, the main question, I think it's all good ideas. Yeah, I have uh, also not questioning it. And the inequality that you're talking that about, that some people are millionaires, some are uh, poor, really, it's the key problem of the modern world, let's say. I mean, uh, 
the world we are talking about and we are living in actually mm-hmm. and there are some other problems in other parts problem or the I'm, I'm really curious actually what will happen if where is the difference between populism in this case and the real clear intention to do something yeah maybe i'm too old and look at yeah. it all cynical yeah but the, how we make sure that this is not just a populistic slogan to win the elections yeah i mean for me it's like i mean i think in your head populism and being populistic is a negative aspect yeah and for me all politics are populistic because no matter what a politician is saying he's trying to gain an audience just the same as we had recently a discussion in class no no no. i i believe that there are some politicians yeah Uh, yes populism is negative term in my head for sure Mm -hmm. but I believe that some politicians uh, genuinely wants to improve no, society. I'm, I'm not saying they don't so want genuinely to improve not, the society. It's not their first agenda to increase oh. their election base, let's yeah. say. That's, so I I'm, I'm uh. believe that there are such people. Maybe no, I'm no, no, too no. naive in that sense. But that's that's what I'm asking here. Yeah, how you try for yourself to decide whether this person is just getting the more crowd to elect him or mm-hmm. he really wants to change something i mean with andreas babler it's difficult because he he's not new to poli- politics but he's new to like the i don't know big boss politics or how, how he's not it. your your generation obviously as well yeah yeah he's, he's not obviously my generation and he uh but the things he's t- i i listened to a few interviews with him yeah. and i think that if you're if if i'm going to vote for somebody i would have to i don't know spend a lot of time on getting to know the person the candidates that i'm voting Mm -hmm. for and i think from i I mean you can tell if a person just wants to be to to gain a a huge audience or is actually interested in changing something from one interview but i think if you watched i don't know 15 or 20 interviews and read a few articles from reliable sources about the people, I think then you can kind of tell what the person what the, the person's mm-hmm. intentions are. And yeah. even then you can be can be wrong, obviously. But yeah. I, I'm just trying to find reliable sources and g- get as much information as possible. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Yeah. Because in my opinion, Randy Wagner is uh, acting a, a little bit populistic. Mm-hmm. Because she is really um, working with this liberal feminism agenda mm-hmm. a lot. She's like, yeah, I'm a woman. Woman, power. We should vote all together because we're women and we need to support other women. Woo. And I mean, yeah, obviously you should support women in the politics because... But that's not the, the main... I mean, it should not be the main... Uh, by an argument you yeah. yeah so it's very important yes but it's not uh, for you so the impression that she talks mainly or not mainly a lot about it or too much then she should yeah. actually yeah That's so right. i mean in general if we try to kind of summarize why you don't trust one politicians and trust the others it's just like you're saying that wagner for instance she's uh, not acting i mean it's it's really good when you look at the person and trying to compare what they did according to what they promised yeah mm-hmm. so you you're trying to judge it based on actions mm-hmm. but when the new person came in 
like the I mean the bubbler is not new but um he's new he's, to the like yeah pop. he's a local politician yeah mm-hmm. or like this other from this KPO Kai Mikhail Dantel person mm-hmm. yeah he's uh, he was also in the parliament for a few years as I realized in Salzburg yeah mm-hmm. and he made some actions he given gave his uh, salary for the uh, like people who need it really urgently yeah mm-hmm. some proportion mm-hmm. of it yeah but quite often for the new people to come there is no actions there yeah. are just promises yeah and um i think that's the key issue yeah with yeah no politics. but with babbler the, the thing is i like his promises i like how he talks about his promises i like his i know ideas that he's bringing yeah. and i think I, we should give him a chance and <laughs> i mean yeah if some it's Everything can go wrong, and he can turn into another Randy Wagner. But we we will we we won't I don't know know that if we don't give him a chance. Yeah, and then uh, slightly changing the topic, coming to the end already mm-hmm. of our podcast to this coalition thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's imagine we have equally or like by one third parties in the parliament, which are SPO. Yeah, then Offerpay and FPO, and then there are Green and Neos or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think still they need to to make coalition and try to solve the problems together, or should they fight and uh, and be persistent on their own kind of way to solve the things? I mean, in the current political system that we have, yeah. I think coalitions and working together is important yeah. i mean i would prefer if only the left wing would sit in the parliament but that's unrealistic yeah because we have a lot of i don't know a lot of regions like for example tirol or burgenland mm-hmm. where a lot of people are very right or canton yeah <laughs> so and what you would do if you would have only a left party ignore their wishes or what no, but if we would only, in the current political system, if we would only have the left-wing party, that means that the majority of the people would want only the left-wing parties in the parliament. <laughs> but it's unrealistic, that's what I was saying. That's unrealistic, and that's why in the current political system, I think it's important to listen to everyone. Yeah. And kind of let everyone speak out their mind and opinion. Mm-hmm. I have some personal things against some political groups, but yeah. this is, again, just my opinion. And in my opinion, those political groups should not be allowed in the parliament at all. Because yeah. they're... No, just no. But we don't have such parties. But don't you think that the... I mean, this is what the parliament... Actually, I mean, the, the law defines what could be in the parliament, what could not, what kind of party could be elected, what not. And then the rest is the votes of people, basically. Yeah. So if they don't break any law, yeah, until they do it, you cannot say, yeah, you can, of course, your personal opinion could be that you don't like them so much that you think they shouldn't be there. But yeah. Yeah. Because I... there would be another person you could easily imagine on the other side who would say, I never want HPO exists at all. Yeah, no, but the problem for me is I... I don't like the. Okay, yeah, we don't have such radical parties anymore, or like because, yeah, all the politi- po- politicians who were really 
radical and national socialists mm-hmm. left. Uh, they didn't left the politics. They they still exist, but like the hardcore national socialists are slowly leaving the politics because of the age and because of uh, other factors. Yeah, and there are some, again, some restrictions from legal point of view. There are some things that they cannot exist for sure. They should be uh, banned. I mean, there are some, luckily, some lessons have been done from Second World War and uh, uh, fascism. Yeah, and then there are some consequences till now, which is good. Yeah, this is good. But the problem is in Austria, there are some consequences to national socialism, but there are no consequences to nationalism or to Mm -hmm. racism. Because a few years ago, I'm not sure if you know about it, there Mm -hmm. was a, it was not a big scandal. Uh, It was, no, it was not, it was before Corona. There was, it was a kind of big topic because the FPÖ had um, voting banners all over the country mm-hmm. with, I I mean, with very racist and nationalistic stuff written on it and nobody mm-hmm. banned those banners and they were completely legally and the, and the government let it go through, which I, in my opinion is, I don't know, weird. But it's again, maybe again, it's just my opinion. If if they found the way to um, bypass the law, or if it didn't break any rules, yeah. then uh, the people who are in the parliament for whom you vote, for for instance, should come and say, "Look, we need to change the vote because we have this uh, case, and we yeah. don't want to see these slogans." For example, yeah, yeah. this is how I see it changed. Yeah, it will change very slowly, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, you cannot just come and say to them, look, I mean, <laughs> shut up. I don't like your slogans. <laughs> yeah. No, but for me, I fa- I mean, actually, there is, a, there is a law in Austria that is yeah. forbidding you to discriminate certain yeah. groups based on, and then there's a list on based yeah. what you get. Uh, race, religion, yeah, race, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nationality, language, whatever. Yeah. And I think it's weird that the government still let the banners go through. I mean, it was before Corona. It was four years ago or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be different now because I, I didn't see any banners like that in the past a few <laughs> years. But yeah. I, yeah. I think it also was very uh, much easier for them to go through with the banners or like to get the banners actually posted on the streets because they were currently in the government, the FPU. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe. It, this so, is this but, is what I mean. This is this is I, I don't like this part. But in in in, in so the rest, in this case, you don't want a, a discussion. You want just a hard decision. Yeah, because they're discriminating people. They're basically just hardly also doing that. They're also hardly deciding that yeah, you're not cool, and we are cool because we're white. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I'm, I don't know the the case, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I guess at the end they didn't break the law. Yeah, and that's the key point. If they yeah. would it, I I don't know. Maybe it still would be covered, and they would be allowed to do it, especially in the maybe in the small areas. Yeah, like I mean, less populated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, so for you. You, you, you. If I may summarize, you like you don't like the democracy. You think it's not the optimal way, but you are good uh, with it as it works. So now, yes, 
but you think that there are better ways to to rule the country let's say i mean no democracy, democracy democracy is always all, always important it just depends on the form because democracy can be in different forms and in different i don't know uh it can be shown in different ways in different forms and i'm uh, quite okay with the current dem- uh, i don't know current democracy of austria with the current system it works quite well in my opinion okay good yeah subscribe to our instagram we'll try to post something there based on this discussion yeah and thank you for listening us and we'll you'll hear from us next week yeah we hope yeah if nothing happens again (laughs) yeah good bye bye